Hi, and welcome. I'm Z. And I'm Keith. And we're going to tell you about the movie that we just watched. But first, a little bit of a heads up. Some of the movies we watched deal with heavy subject matters. In order to talk about these emotionally delicate things and the heavy subject matters that we sometimes cover, we add humor and crude language to add some levity and to process our own trauma. If that doesn't feel fun or safe for you, we completely understand. Please take care of yourself first and foremost. And we spoil the end of pretty much every movie that we watch. Now you know. (laughs) On with the show. Just real quick, uh, do you all mind if I do this episode in the nude? (laughs) I do, actually. It requires that you... Imagine. Imagine. You know how, like, they say, like, imagine everyone naked to get through something anxious? Imagine yourself nude listening to this. (laughs) To get yourself anxious. (laughs) Oh, to get get yourself away, like, to get yourself over being anxious is what I meant. Um, I don't know what I said, uh, because you were talking, so I was... Can you imagine? Uh, being in front of a, a room full of naked people. naked people that you don't want to see naked, that is not calming. I would find it funny. I wouldn't care. I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to see people naked, but nudity is like so, like, whatever to me. I know. Ooh. I know. I just don't, like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care, Keith. I'm not like you. Um, <laughs> I think the only people you should be nude in front of are your siblings before marriage. <laughs> your parents and your siblings before marriage. Mm. <laughs> don't be gross. <laughs> Timmy, gross. Uh, anyway, Night of the Creeps. Yeah. Hey, follow us on all the shits. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on... You'll see I don't nice know how you found us if... Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good. That's a good. If you uh, found us some way, like follow us on Instagram or ZNK Pod on Instagram and t- uh, blah, 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 Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff. Let us know how you found us, because that'd be a really sure. cool way. If or anything. Any yeah. Contact would be literally. Uh, yeah. Let us know you're not robots. Yeah. If you're. 
not the few people who we know in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. If know. you're if you're one of our friends and you found it by following us on Facebook or you found it because you are our friends following us on Facebook. Or because I mean, I, like, it's yeah. the only thing I talk about when Right. Yeah. Um <laughs> then then I you know, that's cool. Um, but yeah. Yeah, shout out to the what one percent or one to three percent of people outside of the US that apparently listen to us on Spotify. Thanks, y'all. I if hope, I'm to believe the yeah. analytics. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I hopefully hopefully it's just people using a VPN so we don't know that so like they're like, I don't want them to know it's me listening. <laughs> Which is also well, still thank you. Private browser and incognito mode and VPN. <laughs> I don't want I don't want my wife to know I listen to this. Yeah. I paid cash for <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> okay, y'all. Anyway, so. uh, and special shout out to Randall who yes. suggested this film. And oh my God, thank you because wow, so much fun. I wow, this was a movie that I was, I was, I said I was excited about it because I was like, it's in the eighties. I thought they were getting ready for like, I saw like just the like teaser trailer that comes up on. You know how sometimes IMDb will show you like a trailer or something, right? And it'll start playing or whatever, which is usually why I click out of stuff and don't read all the way because I'm like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to try to pause it because I'm going to accidentally click on. I'm going to do the old person thing of accidentally clicking on it and it's going to take me into another thing. Oops, you've accidentally bought the DVD. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I bought the DVD and I have a lifetime subscription to IMDb Pro for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, you know. Um, so I. Yeah, I I thought they were getting ready for like the prom, but they're getting ready for like a, a college. It's it's all college. Um, oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all in college, so that's well. There is a formal dance. Yeah, right, right, right. But it's not. They're not in high school, so. But it was it was good. This was. It a, took me a second to realize that. Really. Why that didn't make sense? The sentence you said. I mean, okay. your sentence was. Correct. Okay. Why prom couldn't happen at college? <laughs> or that prom and college <laughs> don't mix. Let's they were say. getting ready for the weekly prom coming. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Keith just also it's pledge week. Yeah, Keith doesn't like when I speak. I mean, he, it's it's not conscious. It's the secret to our longevity. <laughs> Hey, eight years. We've been together eight years. We just had an anniversary a couple days ago. I know that because I put the reminder on my phone that was like, hey, idiot, it's your anniversary because I never remember when it is. Right. Um, and because and it's not I said, Keith, come in here and look at what I have on my phone. And he said, huh. And then he said, I, happy anniversary, I guess. And I was like, yeah, well, whatever. That's how we do it. And then and then we went to bed in separate rooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Congrats to us. And cursed each other's <laughs> souls. The fucking anniversary thing I posted where I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's I know. Keith's Keith's fondest memory. I just went the fuck off on how much I don't like Keith. Because I hate that's what people do. People straight people will straight up be oh, like know. Despite the fact that he smells like a rotting turd and the mm-hmm. and he can't cook to save his life and we beat each other up on a daily basis and I, I just think can't his, imagine doing any better. I <laughs> I can't imagine life without this 
ragamuffin. Like, why? Why are you? Why? This parasitical leech. <laughs> this open wound on my taint. I literally can't get rid of him. Like an STD. Here's to. After I put a herpy in it. <laughs> After I put a herpy in it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. As we said in the lobby, for those. Yeah. Kind enough to send us a dollar or f- few. Yeah. Uh, I knew nothing about this movie. Yeah, I knew nothing about it, like, other than the thing you sent me, the IMDb, you oh, know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And wow. Just wow. And. Just frankly, for wow. For 1986. Man, what an early homage to genre. Good Lord. Suck it. Scream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, it turns out not for nothing that this guy also, one of his other big, well, better, also known for movies is uh, Monster Squad. Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with that. I only know it by reputation. I hadn't heard of it until a few years ago. Okay. Uh, but it's one that always comes up. Okay. Because it's like a kid-friendly horror movie with all the universal horror Guys, oh, huh? A Frankenstein's monster in this economy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, you got a, you got yeah. a Frankenstein, Wolfman, Mummy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> it's supposed to be. I mean, I think there's some not great things, like you know, the monsters ogling nudie ladies or whatever. But I don't know. I'll let you fondle my it. breasts. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, this is also a movie that had I watched it any earlier, I would not have got half the references. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there's all these character names that are based on like sort of for the time contemporary directors. But the movie itself, I think, is seems like it's placing itself more as an homage to fifties, yeah, B movies, yeah. And I can't imagine, you know, like who, like five people in the world knew about Plan 9 from Outer Space when this came out, probably. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is what the den mother is watching when she right. gets... Right. And as I pointed out in the in the opening yeah, that's what... sequence in black and white in the 50s, yeah, one of the sorority girls is like, Plan 9 from Outer Space. But she's on the phone. Yeah, and yeah, as yeah. the scene transitions she says something about plan nine from airspace i will be honest i don't think it needed the little naked like aliens running around in the beginning yeah that it's it makes no sense because they do not come back at any point right those specific creatures and it doesn't it didn't really need similar to critters yeah it didn't really need the bookends at all like yeah Right. I mean, at least with with critters, like they set up like the alien bounty hunters and stuff like that. So there was like right. there, there right. was a no, reason for true. it. But like, I have no idea. Also, yeah. they had subtitles that were not in I, Alien. Yeah, I like that. So like, no reason. It's so yeah. Anyway, whatever. I'm not. Also, apparently, he said like he did not set that up to be. He didn't see it as funny. He was surprised that people laughed at any of that stuff. Wow. But he was like, hey, it's fine. It let people know they could laugh. Yeah. 
Right, yeah. For the rest of the movie. Um, and also he went with, I mean, I felt like it's pretty clear that it's little people in suits. I, yeah. Uh, but he did that instead of like, because he didn't want it to seem like guys in suits. So in, 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 so I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it to seem like adults in suits. Yeah. I wanted it to seem like children in suits. So I... Yeah. I mean, you know, I could be misunderstanding. The, yeah, that's fair. So, But also to his credit, apparently, you know, people ask him about like why JC is on crutches. Yeah. He was, and he's like, just because you don't see it. Yeah, right, right, like, right. Yeah, I saw that. He was he like, was like, you can write can, a story yeah. with a handicapped character and it not have to be the whole fucking thing. Right. Like, so, yeah. Just doing it right there. Yeah, right, right, right. Because, like, it is. And it's never an issue as far as, like, Mm-mm. running away or Mm-mm. nothing. Like, yeah. nobody ever comments on it. Like, no. I mean, it's not ignored. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He does jokes about it. Himself and like the dude kicks his crutches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, it's not like. Yeah, it's not. It's not like that's what he said, though. He's like, you can have a disabled character without it being the plot of the movie. And. See, guys? Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. The. It is. It is interesting when he leaves the message Mm -hmm. for the other guy. Uh, so he's JC and the other guy is uh, Chris. Okay. Who is a lively and related to every other lively. So like Blake and Robin and whoever, all the livelies. Okay. I have to I have to look. I don't, they're just names I've heard. I don't know who they are. I figured you would know who Blake Lively is. I do, but I can't remember. They're like half sibs or something. Oh, oh, okay. Because Blake, she's married to Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. That's why she's famous? <laughs> no, but. Oh. Wow. Picture your... I didn't. Picture yourself in a Papasan chair. <laughs> Nude. The sliding glass doors opened. Just enough for some chimes to tinkle and tinkle and and prinkle. Enough, there's enough dappling of sunlight that it hits the prism also hanging in the sliding glass door, and you're token on a fat dupe yes. and completely nude. What's that for? Just while just I was to looking. take up time, yeah. Um, yeah, I was just like, I was like, it might. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize, or I forget. All those people are like livelies are people. Hmm. Yep. I know. I know how to word. I know how to say things the right way and the wrong way. Um. So. Yeah. Uh. Also, his first role. The. Guy who played JC. That's cr- oh wow, and he's so good. Yeah. Okay. He's so he's like the best actor besides. That's Tom what I was Atkins. gonna say. Yeah. He, right. <laughs> I agree. I was really sad when he. Spoiler. When he, you know. <laughs> anyway, when he leaves the voice message, he yeah. says like, "I walked." Yeah. 
and like on my own two legs, you know? And I don't know. I thought that was, I liked that part where it's like the idea yeah, that like, like, oh, I want to sample this. But, right. Uh, yeah. It was like very. Turns out this thing, go figure, this movie has a huge cult following. Yeah. So I'm sure it's been done, but. I assumed it did because it got, it's clearly been remastered. I was like, yeah. this, there had to, there has to be. A yeah. Plan. However, it didn't get the Blu-ray or no, it didn't get a DVD release until 2009. That's crazy. I mean, I believe it. And a Blu-ray didn't happen until 10 years after that. Wow. 2019? Apparently. Wow. That's what I heard. But I mean, that says a lot about the longevity of it. Yeah. And it's definitely like basically, okay. So the, the plot of the movie, like it starts out in the 1950s and that's. So good. Yeah, it's not done in an annoying way. It's done in a very homagey kind of way, but yep. not like over the top. And it's like it it's just like one snippet from one night. Right. Um of this college girl, <laughs> sorority girl and the sorority guy that go out and they see fraternity. Thank you. Sorority fraternity. <laughs> I never, I never get that. I know. Right. I don't know why it's fucking different. It's stupid. Because it's, yeah. It's the difference between a monastery and a. Because boys are different than girls. I kept saying the whole time. Oh yeah. I forgot. <laughs> oh yeah, this. <laughs> fucking, I, I have this Trixie, Mattel quote in my head, where she's joking and she's like, "I have my breast augmented." <laughs> My breast augmentation, and so <laughs> anytime Keith Tracy was Martel. like Tracy Martel, yeah. <laughs> anytime Keith would be like, "What did she say?" I'd be like, "She said that her breasts have been augmented." I just guess. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really funny. She was rough, even though the thing I watched a video talking Wh- about it, which did who was rough? Uh, Cynthia. My breasts are augmented. <laughs> Although she's apparently well, she, yeah. considered one of the first. Yeah. Kind of last, well, not last girl, but like. Uh, Scream Queens? Be, well, no, because she's. Ends up participating in right. the yeah. survival or the yeah, like yeah, yeah. taking down the yeah. monster, right? Yeah. Like, but, Which I thought that was, I, I enjoyed that because I was like, they don't make a big deal about it. They don't make any, true. they don't do anything to like make it seem like it's special. And I was like, oh, I like yeah, that they're right. not doing anything. But um, back to the, so it takes place in like the, it starts out in the 50s. There's like a weird alien thing at the beginning. Yes, right. There's no need for it, honestly. There, it, cause it goes from there to the 1950s. I like it cause it technically makes it sci fi horror. Yeah. Right, but it would be, it could be anyway because. I don't could be anyway. No, because in the 50s, they ha- they see the shooting star come down mm-hmm. and they follow it. And then, like, the, the frat guy and the sorority girl drive out and he goes to look for the, um, like, where it crashed. Right, yeah. And she's sitting in the car. So even if they didn't show the aliens. That's true. It, it doesn't add it anything doesn't, to have Yeah, the- it doesn't add anything <laughs> to have that specific bookend. And in at the fact, end, yeah, it, it, it kind it, of detracts from it and makes it like. Well, if nothing else, it. I mean, it's a weird shift in tone for one exactly, thing. right? But it's also, uh, although I do like that it starts in color and then it goes to black and white yeah, yeah, yeah. before bringing you back to the present. So it that's kind color. of a psych out, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Uh, 
and I feel like there's a lot of those yes. that it does. Correct. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. If you just had the star falling to Earth, right? Right. It would add a lot more mystery. And it leaves it open to the origins. Yes. Like you've already correct. written yourself into a corner a little bit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so he, while he's looking for that, she's sitting in the car and there's this like thing on the radio where they're like, a, oh, a yeah. mental person has escaped the asylum and is going on a killing spree. Another update from the King Newsroom. Police continue the search for a 35-year-old escapee from the Crest Ridge Mental Institute who, officials confirm, killed four orderlies in a brutal spree early tonight. Crest Ridge police warned the man is armed with a large fire axe and is believed to be moving west on Route 66 toward the Corman University area. The guy, like the, it, it. I really like how it, how it, how it does the beginning because while the guy's looking in the woods looking for the crashed, you know, alien thing, and she's sitting in the car, you see he's he finds it and it's this like canister with like this stuff in it and he's Black just oil. like yeah and he's just like looking at it and she's in the car. And you see the mental patient coming up behind her slowly. And then the guy's like just staring at the like canister and it like cuts back and forth between them. So you're like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And the the canister breaks and the thing flies into his mouth. That happens a lot. And those are the best parts of the movie. And then it cuts to her as the as the guy, like the mental patient guy, he has an ax and he swings it and then it cuts to present day. Yeah. So you don't know what happened to those, to them. Right. And then it goes into the future and it's basically, say, uh, not the future, but it goes into the present, the which present. of, of 1986. 1986. <laughs> uh, <laughs> though I love it makes it a point of like, she's like, oh no, you know, she hears the yeah, radio yeah. and she's like, oh, and it's a big ramp up to her being like, Chris? Or yeah, whatever his name yeah, is, yeah, yeah. you know, and she's just like saying his name so many times. I know, but <laughs> it's she's hilarious. also it's so quiet too. She's like, Chris. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, my breast augmentation. <laughs> you're gonna be so sick. You're gonna. I'm listen. already sick of it. So yeah, don't well, worry I know about you're it. already sick of it, but we're gonna forget about it. And then you're gonna listen to it. And you're gonna be like, oh, I forgot about this. And I'm gonna listen to it, and I'm gonna start laughing again. Because I'll do that. I'll like. I'll be like, oh, this thing, and we'll laugh so hard. I'll completely forget that after we hit stop record the button that says stop record after we hit that the entire every word that i've said in this flies out of my head i have no memory of it yeah once i mean it's i think done. that's like forgetting about how painful childbirth is you know what i mean <laughs> it's a survival mechanism. literally i like have no this is why this is why i have to script out yes. my youtube videos mm-hmm. not because like i literally have like m- memory loss about it. If I try to say something, you'll notice in everything I hate that I do this is something that I know that I do and an, isn't is a reason why I script things out. Um, in my YouTube videos and shit like that is because I don't know how to finish a thought, mm. and I'll be like, especially if I'm talking to someone like you who knows what I'm saying, and you're you're like, yeah, I your Sandwiches. sandwiches. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so 
I if if I know you know what I'm talking about, especially I will not fully finish my thought and then move on to the next one. And you get it. You know what I'm saying. And when I'm listening back, I will be like, I don't actually remember what (laughs) that first point was. Because like I said, when listening back, no memory of this. So, but if I'm doing a YouTube video, I also don't know what I'm saying. I like, I, it's a, I don't know how to describe the phenomenon or if it's a phenomenon or it's just me. But if I don't script what I'm saying yes, and I'm just saying a lot of stuff and I'm trying to cut and like, you know, edit it, I will have no idea what I said. I will literally, I literally, I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I can't understand what I'm saying in any of it. And that I, so I have to script it because I'm like, I literally have no idea if I've said anything. Okay. Is that because when you're editing and you're watching it back you sort of can't retain what you're hearing or is it, are you saying it's more about how you're speaking when you record? You know what I'm saying? Both. It's both. It's both. Okay. I did. I said both. <laughs> I held up four fingers and said both. Both. <laughs> Foth. Fourth of the hill. My brass argument. So then... It's uh, Pledge Week, 1986. Yes. At Corbin University, which I didn't catch. That's a reference to Robert Corbin. Oh. Yeah, I didn't catch that either. Who's Robert? Robert, Robert Corbin. He Who's produced a lot of B-movies. Okay. Uh, in a filmmaking career that has spanned over 30 years, my next guest is the man responsible for such cinematic classics as The House of Usher, Wild Angels, The Monster from the Ocean Floor, The Attack of the Crab Monsters... <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors, and hundreds of others. A great many of his films are considered cult favorites, and many of their stars are now the biggest names in Hollywood. Please welcome Roger Corman. Roger Corman, excuse me. I confuse him with, who do I, Russ? Corbin. Fuck. (laughs) Meyer, Russ Meyer. The guy that started the grocery stores? No, that's Fred. Russ Meyer did shit like sexploitation stuff like uh, Valley of the Dolls, Beyond the Valley of the Ultra Vixens and all that shit. And I think like Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. That's Russ Meyer. And unfortunately, at some point, he and Roger Corman got conflated in my brain. But Roger Corman did a lot of genre picks that are not merely. And he also, besides doing that, like he had a production company and... Brought up a lot of young filmmakers uh, oh, okay. as a result. I see. When it comes back to 1980s, honestly, when they showed the two of them, like JC and... Um, oh, shit. What? He is... Who? Who's he? Roger Corman is in Silence of the Lambs. Oh. He's the FBI director. I presume the guy, oh. what's he, Dawes? <laughs> Do you remember we're like after the Dawes Act? Dawes rolls? Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. That's not Silence of the, that's oh, not not? Silence of the no, that's. Oh, right. That was uh, Thunderheart. My bad. I don't know. That's Fred Thompson that says that. Oh. 
<laughs> the worst part of Law and Order since that one guy that's on it. When they Lioness Rocha 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 um when they first show JC and Combs um <laughs> I was like, "Oh god, this is going to be so bad." I honestly I was like yeah. I was like it's, they're doing It's been a rough start. Cuz well, cuz they're like you know, the guy I was like this they have to be referencing this in the episode of Venture Brothers where Triana's you see Triana's boyfriend and he's on the like I was like I can't remember I can't remember what his name is like Ember or some shit like (laughs) so no it's not but yeah it's it's something interesting like that that's that's fucking Hank calls him um so when they first show them I was like oh god I'm not gonna like this yeah and then immediately JC starts saying hilarious shit. Like when he's like, oh, she belongs. She's going in that house. And he's like, that bitch. <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard. Know, yeah. He did all kinds of shit. And I was like, this is great. And then afterwards, like when they, you know, the, the whole thing happens where they let the guy out of cryogenics or whatever. And then they take off running and they go. And he just goes off on the on his yeah. Let me get back uh, to yeah. the room. He's like, I try to make fuck you, Chris. yeah. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> I say, what the hell? You got to do it. You got to do it. And what do I do? I bust my ass to help you, and you get chicken shit again. And I push and I push and I don't give up. And why? Why? You don't even know. You don't even care because it's important to me that you're happy. Is that so crazy? And if we got to act like jerks and get in trouble in order to do that, then what the hell? I mean, it's better than acting like jerks for no reason, right? So yeah, everything is a joke. It's hilarious because if you if you take it seriously, you just get depressed all the time, like you are. So fuck you. I love that. I love. I know that whole it's so part. good. And and also I like when he's like, so fuck you, and he's like, fuck you, and he's like, you wish, or he's like, he's like, you and want me like, to, or something. Yeah, and it's like this done? whole thing. Yeah, I love that the back and forth there too, where he's like. I like that he's also, too, the one that's always like, we're buddies, we're pals, we have a rapport, yeah. I love you, and all this other stuff, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. throughout. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, yeah, it was it was a really good dynamic that they had, and I wasn't, sh- I didn't think it was going to be the way that it was, and it was actually, like, yeah. a really, and especially, even, like, when he's leaving the tape, yeah, and he's, like, at the end, he's, like, I love you, and I was, like, Oh my god! And but it didn't feel out of character at all. Like it didn't feel like anything you wouldn't say. And and it's not. Yeah, and it didn't. It wasn't like the wrong tone or anything. Yeah, and it's surprising that both of those, like his, when he first goes off. Yeah. And the taped message. Yeah. That yeah that like the movie can hold that yeah gravity yeah and it not be. And not I mean, feel totally out of place. Correct. Not an unearned gravity. Right. And uh but also that his performance is subtle enough yes. that that it feels real. Right. Like, I mean if it were to honestly, if it was any other actor in this movie delivering it, yeah. It wouldn't have worked. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> even sure. even though the movie allows, you know, as we see, you know, it, yeah. it works, but like <laughs> any other less 
like also when he's like what well, during his diatribe there uh he's like well i'm never gonna get laid so i may as well help my buddy i'm like yeah this other guy should not get laid before you right yeah also no one's come on you know you know you've gotten you got a pity a pity blowy from someone come on yeah I, i'm enough. sure he's as far he's as like funny enough yeah that i also think he's less unattractive if i'm honest by far absolutely so, sorry that doe-eyed motherfucker I I I said His eyes are so far apart. They're far apart and they point down. Hang on, I'm gonna Google it to make sure I'm getting it right. He's got a negative cantle tilt. The negative camel toe. <laughs> cantle tilt. Cancel tilt. <laughs> no, really? That was serious. Cancel. Cancel. Oh. It's like it's like saying cancel. 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 It's like saying cancel with a lisp. Cancel, cancel tilt. Cancel cancel. <laughs> it's it's this. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just where it's when you have like a there a cancel tilt is like the direction your eye like your outer eye goes or whatever. Oh okay. I thought you yeah okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying something else. It's it's. As far as I know, it's like a big thing within the incel community where yeah, a negative like the Chad yeah a pod, a negative cancel tilt means that you're unattractive, and a positive cancel tilt means that you're more attractive or whatever. But the guy in the movie has definitely has one of them negative, yeah. and yet he gets the girls. So incels proved wrong again. It's like. Well, it's because feminism wasn't quite invented yet. It had been invented. It was just like they were trying. They, they it it had been invented the the wrong way a couple times, or like it hadn't fully developed as as popular it hadn't among women. Been institutionalized and gone unchecked, like it is now. Correct. Yes. Why yeah. no one can get laid. Right. Exactly. With that. Correct. Negative. It's hand. interesting to me. It's interesting to me the way that like that sort of like, I mean the the guy in the beginning does read like an incel because he's like oh girls I'm like and and that was a lot of eighties movies was a guy who couldn't get laid yeah and honestly like there's nothing more and he's like fifteen yeah right 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 I can't believe I'm still a virgin. I can't believe I still use virgin olive oil. Um, extra. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's wild to me that men will do that thing of like concentrating so much on like it's a it's a it's a pretty known issue that if <laughs> if you're obsessing over a a thing that you can't get past it other people aren't really going to be excited to interact with you like if you're like i am ugly and that's why i can't get laid and that's what you want to talk about you're not going to get laid right and it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy right not necessarily because you're ugly 
but you're definitely not going to be found attractive by anyone if you're talking to anyone using incel talking points. Yeah. Any talking points that an incel has, no one cares well, also about especially them. Especially these, the particular dudes who have done horrible crimes based right. on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, for sure. The stated belief, at least, that they are convinced they'll never get laid. Because, right. And they're not even that unattractive. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, it has nothing to do with how attractive you are. You can just be the most fucking annoying person in the world and attractive, and you will still not get laid because right. you don't shut the fuck up long enough to let someone actually... It's like Jordan Peterson says. <laughs> he says, if you don't shut... I think the most insulting thing, like that that uh, reel I made... That one time where everyone was talking about how terrible my voice was or whatever. The most insulting thing that someone said was that what I was saying reminded them of something Jordan Peterson was saying. Mm. And I was like, that's uncalled for. Yeah, that is rough. Yeah, I was like, huh. Everything that was said in that video, they told me I I reminded them of Jordan Peterson. And I was like, "Mm." I mean, we probably have a similar voice because he does have that. <laughs> lobster daddy just because you were like it's like lobsters in a bucket <laughs> it's like a lobster thing it's like the thing with the lobsters and then everyone was like are you Jordan Peterson why don't you look like him <laughs> anyway it's that canthal culture <laughs> So I didn't I didn't hate I didn't hate it that much. I thought it was more comedic. I thought it was annoying, but I thought it was more comedic than not when they so how Koreas decides that they're going to get the girl is that he they're going to join a frat. Yeah. Which is stupid. But whatever. And so the frat gives them <laughs> What is it? It's not initiation, but it's like that. It's like is haze hazing to haze that. Thank you to haze them. They want them to go to this like medical place. They task them with dumping a corpse on the rival frat's lawn. I think yeah. It's kind of off camera, so it's only referenced to yeah, 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 yeah. So I think right. Yes. Yeah. You don't really know. Because they say you want us to have sex with a, with animals. Not, yeah, right. And he's like, he's like, not not something so easy or something like that. Like some task that would prove the sincerity of your feelings toward this organization. We don't have to have sex with a farm animal, do we? Interesting suggestion, uh, but no. We had something a little more challenging in mind. Look, at least we don't have to have sex with a farm animal. Hey, you might like it. Then you wouldn't want Cynthia anymore. That's not funny. No, really. No, I'm serious. So they go into this medical place because they're at a college. So like it's, which I think is like believable that there would be like, you know, medical studies. I mean, if all of Fringe happened in the... Basement. A wing of, yeah. is it supposed to be Yale or Harvard or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so anyway, um, what, like one of the guys, like one of the people that works there is 
punching in the code. Oh, yeah. What's and that? he stops before the very last digit. And then he walks away to call someone on the phone. And I don't know if we're supposed to imply that he doesn't remember what the code is or that he wants to do something before he... Like oh, no, he, went- he, he can't remember the last digit. That's what he says. Oh, okay, okay, okay. When he, to whoever he calls his oh. roommate or something. Because he's asking the, whoever's on the phone to find his notebook where he wrote it down. Oh, okay. Well, see, I know he was saying to find the notebook. But I, I didn't know that no, he but said, he, he, I didn't realize when that. When he first gets on the phone, he says, I can't remember. What's the last digit or something oh, like okay, that? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't remember that part happening. Anyway. So while he's on the phone trying to get all this David, stuff. David Pamer. Okay. And you've seen him in every, anything. Yeah. Like you've seen him on television. And, Picard's therapist. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Picard's doctor is away taking a phone call or making a phone call. That's what I mean. And on a payphone, nonetheless. Yeah. So they co- walk by and JC sees that there, it says like one like number, le- like because they do a countdown of the digits when he's like punching in the code and it was like one mm. digit left and that's the one he gets stuck on and then he goes and it says like one digit left or something or like, the, you know, digit, like whatever. And so he... Just hits zero and the door opens, which I think is really funny because yep. it's like, I think it's something that I would, I could possibly do. Like I would just mm-hmm. be like, oh, haha, and hit a button. And then they go in and he like, he just starts pushing buttons on things or he's like, oh, this means this Hold is on. this. Cryogenic stasis. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, I'm not going to say that I would do that specific thing, but this one time, I mean, okay. This one time I was, we had driven a long way to go to something with my sister. Like my, it was my parents, me and my sister. My sister was like over 18. She was like, I don't know. She was like 19 or 20 at the time. And so I was like 12. Like 11 or 12. And as per usual, my parents' favorite thing was to pull into a McDonald's parking lot so that we could go in and use the bathroom and then eat like egg salad sandwiches in the parking lot. Absolute cruelty, if you ask me. Yeah. And, you know, you just smell the McDonald's fries. I don't know why. It would just be like, let's pull into this McDonald's and I'd be like, fucking please. And it'd be like, we're going to use the bathroom. Yeah. So... This Torture. this McDonald's was across the street from a giant ass Target. It was mm. one of those huge like two, multi-level. Three, yeah, t- uh, not across the street. It was like it was like they like across the parking lot. Yeah, basically like. And so, we were just walking around the outside, just walking around stretching our legs because we had like an hour and a half drive home or something like that. So we were just stretching our legs and it was at night and we're walking around the parking lot and my sister sees this switch that just says on and it's this big switch on and she's like, what's this? And she turns it to off and I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, what? I'm just curious. And I went and I looked and the the target was pitch black. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Like closed? No. 
They it, the previously it had been on. Now this is one of the this is the thing. You know, like when they have all glass front, like they have an all like the mm-hmm. whole front. It was all so the whole entire <laughs> thing was visible black suddenly and i was like oh my god you turned the power off and she was like no i didn't and she flipped and she was like Ugh, and she like turned it back on and the power came back on you know and i was like oh my god like and she was like what it's not a big deal i was like it's a very big deal and like it wasn't until i was an adult and sometimes i think of it and i'm like everything that fucked up everything for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah. That fucked up their registers. That fucked up their like end of day. That fucked up every yeah. single every single employee there was I had to stay an extra hour at yeah. least minimum. <laughs> and so I do think that that's a plausible thing for someone to walk past something and just push a button. Like that's a very well, I know plausible impulse thing. control is yeah. hard to come by. Yeah. But- um, so yeah, my sister did once turn off the power to an entire target, uh, while we were using the bathroom at a McDonald's. You wonder why that was there. That's what she said. She was like, this can't, I was like, what if you, I was like, what if like, I was like, you don't know what that's for. And she's like, it can't be for anything if it's just a switch that you can turn off outside. She was like, that doesn't make any sense. And she did it. And the whole thing, like I was the like. emergency shut off for like. At gas stations or right. whatever? I was like, oh my God. And then we, she was like, let's go inside. And I was like, let's not go inside a Target. She was like, yeah, let's go inside. Everyone, it was shocking because everyone did look at us like they knew it was us. It did feel, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to be in here. Because, because like all the employees were looking like, and right. I was like, well, they were going to look How at do that. They know? They're going to look that right. way at whoever walked in. Next. I as a well, yes, but also we looked really poor. Like I looked, you know what I mean? That's how they that's how you look at poor people when they walk into a store. I've learned as a poor person. Um anyway, yeah. So they accidentally unfreeze or whatever the cryogenics guy, but the guy the is yeah. the guy that was looking at the stuff from in That's the unexplained. Uh, it's kind of unexplained, but it's like, I like that. I don't want, I think an explanation would have made it. Oh, totally agree. Um, and then it starts getting really funny after that point. Like that point you're like, oh, okay, things are happening. But then it's just like, that's when Tom Atkins or whatever Mm -hmm. comes in. Thrill me. Detective Cameron? No. Bozo the Clown. And he's from Halloween 3, um... And that shit. Apparently, he once, was in a bunch of shit. Yeah, genre shit. He says this is his he's favorite in Creep Show, and uh, I think he's in Monster Squad too. Or uh, he turns up in Lethal Weapon because Fred Decker, who's the director and writer, uh, was roommates with Shane Black, who's a writer director, and gets a credit. I don't. I think he worked on all of the. Lethal Weapons. Yeah. But he also worked on Monster Squad, I think. I think that's what it was. He was working on Monster Squad when he was working on Lethal Weapon, the first one. Yeah. And so they put Tom Atkins in there. But he's also in, Tom Atkins is also in Maniac Cop, which is a big 
how I am feeling. Favorite of people who like bad movies? Um, <laughs> never seen it, but he says this is he says he says this is his favorite film that he's done, which I think is. And then he'd work with yeah. Fred Decker anytime. That makes I, it makes sense. This this mainly. Yeah, I'm glad to know he enjoyed it because yeah, it was you could see that role being painful for somebody. Oh else. yeah, for sure. It is. It was so. But he's great. He's what a great character. Like I don't want to. I don't want to go through like the plot synopsis <laughs> of every single thing that happens. It's just like yeah. once that guy wakes up, like these little leech-looking things start exploding out of. Pe- I don't know, whatever, and they start going yeah. into people's mouths. The going into the mouth parts. We multiple times we had to. We just would watch and rewatch every time they would have something where it would go into someone's mm-hmm. mouth or fall out of someone's mouth. It. It's awesome because it's clearly shot in reverse. Yeah, played reverse. Like they w- would have filmed it backwards and then played it backwards in the movie, and it's. <laughs> you loved it. Your favorite was when the 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 frat guy gets. It from the fucking dog. dog. The dog's amazing. The cat creature monster. Oh my uh, god! Are awesome. The fucking. I didn't really give a shit about the zombies because they're boring. And oh yeah, that's fine. The head splitting open is pretty Interesting. cool. Yeah, I like that. I've not seen that. I just think the only thing that I'm gonna. This is not a critique because at the time I was like, mm, this, this is faulty science. I'm like. <laughs> You know what? Who cares? But when they, uh, when they go under the den mother's house and go into the, I'm like, he does not have a brain. After yeah, thirty, yeah, years. unclear. There's no brain. Yeah, but I do love that. That's uh, the killer has remained a separate thing, and yet they find a way yeah, to bring him back. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and just yeah, there's so much. I do like the part where he tells him the story of like how he killed the asylum guy and like buried it and and chris is just like i just once more i'm just gonna ask you look detective now i don't mean to be rude or anything but other than just kind of wanting to confess to a murder is there a point to this story spanky that's exactly what i'm trying to figure out i just think it's funny um, yeah, and I think once, I think once it really starts going and they introduce the flamethrower, the, the part where he's asking for a flamethrower is so good, where yeah. he's like, <laughs> I need a flamethrower, <laughs> and the guy's like, ah, <laughs> that's crazy, here you go, here's a flamethrower, you crazy, get there, just, <laughs> this is a good uh, movie. Apparently Dick Mills was in a movie, movie from a 50s horror, horror kind of movie called Bucket of Blood. Oh, that's hot. And his character's name was something Walters, and that's one of the theories about why that his character in this movie is called Walt. Walter, Walter Mellon. <laughs> is this thing going to be doo-doo stupid? Go on. <laughs> yes, Walter, is it? <laughs> I want to, I, I really want to memorize. I always forget what, uh, yeah, Pat, Pat McCrutch. <laughs> Pat, Pat McCrutch. I forget what Rusty says. He says like, "No car and no." He says like, um, 
you're, he says something and like, you're going to eat nothing but potatoes. Oh, yeah. Or he's like, and eat, eat nothing but potatoes or something. And he's like, what's that? And he's like, that's what your punishment or something. Like, that's what your dad's going to do to you after this or something. I can't remember. I always want to memorize that part too. Yeah, Pat, Pat McCrotch. It's so fucking funny. If you haven't seen The Venture Brothers, then that's sad so, for That's you. right. Dick Mills is the other garbage man in The Burbs with Robert Picardo. God damn it. That's right. I was like, how do I know this guy? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's one of those people that's been in everything. Yeah, he's been in everything. The- but that that's a specific thing that I know him from that yeah. I'm like, I yes. he's also in Piranha. I've never seen Piranha. It was right before he showed up. I'm like, this might be a perfect movie. And then he showed up and I'm like, it's a perfect movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you recommend this film? Absolutely. And yeah, this is a this is a movie that I don't think I don't even think I really need any caveats. I mean, if you don't like, if you're someone that you only want to see new movies, you won't like anything that we're doing on this podcast. So I don't know why you're listening, <laughs> but um. Yeah, it it's just a it's it's state the the thing that I was I think most captivated by was that it stays like it doesn't slow down really. Yeah. Cuz I kept kind of expecting the pace to like Oh, it's Dick Miller. I keep saying Dick Mills. Oh, who? The Gun Librarian. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, it doesn't, like, slow down, or it doesn't, like, it it stays, like, because I, I... He's also in Terminator, apparently, the first one, the original. Oh, shit. I've only seen that, like, one time. Um, so, I kept expecting there to be sort of, like, I'm not saying there aren't different acts in the movie but like i kept oh, expecting yeah. it to just do like the arching yeah, no. like the, and the ebb. it doesn't do that it's no. just it keeps going with shit. also to to that end the end feels a little anticlimactic yeah i will agree and especially with the fucking alien bookend i didn't like the bookends i didn't it's like too the, bad i the, didn't the really cemetery like part yeah. is pretty cool the cemetery and then part it's, was cool i love then, how it transitions and you can totally tell it's a miniature oh, yeah it was so model. if it just ended there i'd be like oh this is gonna this is amazing but then the alien ship comes and i'm like it took you 50 years yeah right to what 35 or something oh you're right you're right you're right you're right, you're right. 50 years I yeah, uh, 50s, thirty years. I saw a trivia that said that that model, that spaceship model, was used in an episode of DS Nine. But oh, I can believe it. I mean, or I don't know about the model, or maybe the footage. It'd be great if they just lifted the footage. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, and apparently Decker said that uh, they ended up an executive and uh, an editor did a cut without his knowledge, and it's because they felt like a lot of the scene, like his pacing was off. Yeah. Um, he said, but it taught me a lesson. From then on, I kept a stopwatch in my pocket when I'm on the set, and I'm like, okay, that seems a little extreme, but that's wild. 
uh, yeah, I didn't feel like, I mean, there's, especially for its age and yeah. uh, genre. I kept expecting like to be bored in the middle. Yeah. And that wasn't happening. No. It was, it was, and it stayed funny, but without like doing, I think what, I think why the humor in it was so funny, but also so like, uh, like kind of timeless is that it wasn't, they weren't doing really gags. Right. I mean, there was a, a couple gags, like sure. the fucking coroner's always eating. Yes. But like the scene, I hilarious. fucking, yeah, he's always eating at, at every, and there's like every, every time. Every <laughs> murder scene or every crime scene. <laughs> and <laughs> he's always, like just straight up leaning on the down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I liked, I really liked the part where he like, you see the, the dead body of the dude you said earlier, you see Doo-doo. the first, uh, the first guy that gets killed um, once the cryogenic thing, the doctor or whatever. Yes. So he's on a slab in the the morgue, and the coroner guy comes in and he's like quickly like he looks like he's finishing something up real mm-hmm. quick or he's right. like in a hurry, and then nothing is happening. Right. He like suddenly gets this like look on his face and he turns around. Like to make sure that the body hasn't moved and it hasn't, and then so he sort of shrugs. And as soon as he turns back around, the body sits up straight. And I was like, I fucking love that. I've no, never seen that it happen in a movie. I've never seen that where you get paranoid, and so it's like you think it's a fake out, and then it's not a fake out. And I mean, I just ruined it for everybody. But like, it was. I was nah. like, fuck. I have never seen a like. No, and there's quite a few of those. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like I remember feeling this way when we watched. Uh, April Fools. Yeah. Where it feels like it's commentary on the genre, but the genre is yeah, for the most part fairly new. Yeah. And so those those tropes haven't been yeah, really. so established that they're tired already, but Yeah. Um, yes, yeah. Yeah, and apparently this is one of the ones that apparently he commented on I don't know every, but like and I felt I, I could tell or I thought I could tell this was it was intentional when she's changing. Yeah. And because <laughs> the way it's shot, you think like, "Oh, it's are is she gonna? Are we gonna see some boobies?" Yeah, and then you think it's past the point where yeah. you're going to, but then she turns around. And- yeah, right. She's like putting it on, like like with her yeah. back turned to the camera, and her arms start going through through it, and and then it looks like it's like fallen past the point of like you know it's like coming down and then she turns around and she has it like held up in her hand still sort of so you see her tits and then she like drops it and stuff which i thought was funny and like yeah. it wasn't yeah it was like a very like and the uh oh the what rock else? when they throw the rock at the window yeah yeah that keeps coming up <laughs> every time they go to that same fucking door every time God, basically yes. Uh, but like when the, when he first, it's the original guy from the fifties. Mm-hmm. It's a total psych out jump scare because yeah. she opens the door and nothing. And then she turns around again and he's there. Yeah. And then pukes, his head splits open. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then and anyway, so there's quite a few of those and it's impressive. Yeah. I also think the first time the cat shows up, it's like <laughs> insane. But uh, oh, the bus driver! Oh my god! 
<laughs> I don't know how to explain that. No. I thought of that every time. This makes me think of large barge. Yes. It's like, <laughs> it's, that's what it looks like. It was, it was so fucking funny to me. And we, of, of course, again, we rewatched that. But it was just, yeah, there's so much stuff in this. I was like, yeah. I was, I'm very glad that we, I was a little excited for this, but I was like, this definitely could be one that like, yeah. you know, falls, falls a little falls flat because I didn't know yeah. anything about it. No um, offense, Randall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Being a personal pan podcast. Right. <laughs> this podcast, every episode is, is <laughs> we've had a lot of dedicated to Randall episodes when our power went out and he yep. brought us coffee yep. and we gave him a shout out. I think not the episode he was on though. No, no, yeah, that, that one's not dedicated, dedicated to <laughs> dedicated to Jeff Coburn or whatever his name is. Yes. What's his name? Runner up for mentions is uh Sven, I think. Oh yeah. Well RW Well yeah, I mean of patrons. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's who I mean. Because like Bunny sure. and RW get mentioned right. a lot, but that's because there are children, so they would. Hey <laughs> <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Agree. Yeah, I mean their character. I mean, I'm Who's barely character? referenced, referred to it, but like our main characters are Chris Romero and yeah. uh, James Carpenter Hooper. Yeah, and then. There's two cops, too, like, that are De Palma and, uh, oh, shit, I forget what the other one's name is. But Hang then on. there's the other, the black cop, the black detective or whatever he is, Sergeant is uh, Landis. And there's the other, the desk sergeant is named. Uh, Ramey. That's Ramey, yeah. Mr. Which, come Minor. on, 1986, and you're name dropping Also, the, uh, the girl's Cynthia Cronenberg. Cronenberg, that's right. No relation. Yeah. <laughs> no relation. Um, yeah. Apparently, there's a fan movie. Uh, I think it's a uh, Friday the 13th fan movie from a few years ago that has, uh, what's her name, who played Cynthia... Mm-hmm. Whitlow, mm-hmm. Um, and her character's name is Doctor Cindy Romero. Oh, so it could be the same character. Oh, if she married Chris. No, because Cynthia. Yeah, but they call her Cindy. Anyway, whatever. Oh, Cynthia, okay. maybe it's Cynthia in okay. the oh, fanfic. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There's like a a thing that's like goofs, and it's like it says that like the slug comes out of the dog's mouth. Even though, like, for everyone else, like, their head splits open. And I'm like, except for the her, like, jock boyfriend or whatever, he yeah. also spits them they out. They can also, yeah. So, it's not, who cares? I, like, how about the Rat King or whatever they form just because they are, ate my some God, brains totally or whatever? I forgot about that. Oh, my God. The Rat King. The animation of it? That that honestly freaked my shit out. I was like, oh my God. If I walked in and saw a fucking orgy of slugs, <laughs> like giant ass slug orgy in a basement, I too would, one, duct tape my mouth, and two, 
GTF the fuck out of there. Oh my god, that was like I was like, Ugh. apparently the uh, tool shed scene. Yeah, it was added after. Yeah, it was yeah. after primary shooting. But then they he also took the opportunity to add some a couple other things. Like, yeah, and one of the scenes is when he grabs the Tom Atkins grabs yeah. the slug in midair. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was good. That was a good decision. <laughs> yeah, he gets it. Also, they wrote the script in a week. No, ah, that's crazy. So fuck anyone who says that there's any like plot holes or anything because that's for a week. That shit's tight. Well, who knows that they did? Well, I'm fair. sure they were touch ups. Well, after yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like for a week, that shit's tight. Also, cost five million dollars. Grossed about five hundred thousand. Oh, what? <laughs> oh my god! In its opening weekend, but it was like up against shit like Aliens and Top Gun. Oh, and, yeah. oh no! Uh, you know, Friday Thirteenth Six and shit. Like, oh just, wow! Even if you're a wow. horror, that's even if you're a horror fan, it was up yeah. against a bunch of shit. <laughs> god, remember when movies used to stay in the theater for like longer than a couple weeks? Yeah. Remember theaters? Well, they still exist. We just don't agree right. that they do. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun watch. Uh, uh, what did we see? I guess Last Jedi or not Last Jedi? Is that what it was called? Uh, n- n- the final Skywalker. Yeah, it was called Rise of Skywalker or whatever. <sighs> yeah, that was the last thing we ever saw. So you can see why we're not excited uh, to return to the theater. I can't even remember if we saw that before or after Black Panther, but I guess it was after. After, huh? because it was the last thing we ever saw in the movie theater. Because we saw that in January of 2020. That was 2020, yeah. Yeah. Before that, it was, I think, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Are those only two films you and I have intentionally gone together to see as, in a theater? As a couple? Well, no. Inti- yes. Intentionally together. Oh, intentionally together. Um, oh my God. Is that? That's insane. That's insane that we met. Because of a movie at a mo- We met working <laughs> at a movie theater. We have a movie podcast and we've only been to the movie theater together twice. It's not that weird. As a couple. We did go to the movie theater once when Keith was on a date with someone else. And I I sat next to Keith while he was on a date with someone else. And my manager sat next to me. My manager at the movie theater that I was working at, where I met Keith. My manager too. Well, not at the time. I think that was, I think you'd possibly left by then no it would have been before You're if right. anything because i never went back well well except for i didn't you go never back. went back after back to the future i didn't go back oh right but anyway back in time yeah i just think that's funny i just personally i think that's funny uh, yeah i'm trying to think if we i don't i don't even know i i don't like going to the movie theater because i get really I get migraines a lot of times. Oh, yeah. And, and so it's and really hard. It's if a you have to go to a fucking yeah. megaplex, it's overwhelming for. Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's really expensive. Our... <laughs> yeah. People with our mm, neurodivergence, our specific kind of neurodivergence. Yeah, it's really overwhelming. And yeah, it's just. Um, Although I do enjoy interacting with the one button Coke fountain machines. Yeah, those are fun. 
That feels like the future. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Anyway, that didn't exist in 1986 when this film came out. Mm-mm. No, sir. Hey, Night of the Creeps. Do it. Watch it. You'll have fun. It, it's goofy and fun on yeah. its face. And bonus if you're any kind of fan of horror. Yeah. And I don't think you have to be that. I mean, like, <laughs> what? Because you started talking as I said, as I started to say breast augmentation. And uh, I just, I, I keep thinking how when listening back, you're, I'm gonna, you're going to hear me go, hey, breast. <laughs> anyway, you don't have oh, to. I'm just saying, like, the references aren't. It's not imperative. Like, if you, yeah, it's pretty I didn't superficial. get any of them. I yeah. didn't. I didn't get any of them. Not because I didn't. I don't know horror, but because I. Yeah. When people say names in movies, I'm like, I don't know. It's, well, and also this is the thing I'm always looking out for because I know people yeah. do homages this way. Right. Remember <laughs> when we watched Sixth Synth? I'm like, oh, Sixth Synth, bro. Uh, I'm like, oh, his name is Freakin. Yeah. And I was wrong. <laughs> That's true. Camel toe? Funny.